Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Always fun to get back together with Dr. King and talk about uh, the healing revolution. We've learned so much, and today is no exception. We're, what what have you brought to us today, Dr. Oh, King? One of my favorites. I love this. We're going to talk about shrinking your stomach. Oh, yeah. Shrinkage is really important here. Okay, <laughs> it's so a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> and, you know, it's shrinking. Most everybody living in today's world has an expanded, stretched out uh, oh, flaccid stomach now I'm not talking just your belly but your actual stomach which is you know the first part of your digestion and the stomach is kind of like Rodney Dangerfield it just never got the respect it should have and I want to share with you how important the stomach is it sets really the all the reflexes for all the rest of your digestion. In a sense, it's the first major place of digestion. Uh, Actually, the real first is in your mouth. Right. And we'll talk about that. And then about going to your stomach and how what's happening in the problem today and why you need to listen to this show is that your stomach, most everybody's stomachs are expanded and stretched out. And when it's expanded and stretched out, primarily from uh, overeating, and we overeat because we are really, uh, you know, undernourished. We're, you know, most of the food that we consume is refined. It's missing most of the nutrients we need. You know, the food that we're eating today also is depleted, by because of soils being depleted, we only replace three uh, nutrients in the soil. That's what makes pretty food. You know, it makes the food look pretty. But when you measure the nutritional content, and we're only replacing in, in our fertilizer system nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. Three. There's a whole lot more nutrients a whole going lot on. More than that, yeah. yeah. And and but that's what makes the pretty food. But it is empty. Okay. And so, uh, what happens is now we end up crave. We're not getting the nutrients we need. We're eating a lot of food, <laughs> and we're still undernourished. So we're overfed and undernourished, 
and under-exercise, those three things, and that leads to a stomach that gets expanded, that gets stretched out, that gets, uh, when it's stretched out, it cannot digest, it cannot perform what it needs to do to, for us to be able to digest and utilize most of our nutrients. Okay, I didn't realize and that. And so we're not, even if we're eating good food, in whole natural foods, organic foods, we're not utilizing them. So we're going to talk about how to recognize this stretched stomach and how to shrink it in a natural, in some mechanical ways, of, and as well as lifestyle that will help you keep your stomach managed. This is kind of stomach management 101, and we're going to learn about this. And, and you'll recognize the symptoms. You'll recognize then the solutions we're going to give you all in one show. So all this show will be uh, focused on you know, restoring your stomach functions because when they get off, everything else goes off. Everything else goes haywire. Everything uh, begins to dysfunction. And, we know, and we'll go over uh, many of those symptoms as we move forward. The, uh, some of the things that what happens when our stomachs get expanded and lose their function, you know, what happens many times is we cannot absorb first our minerals. Okay, minerals are very difficult to absorb. And when we lose our minerals, our bodies break down. Minerals are foundational for our body. The second thing, protein. We cannot digest protein. If protein doesn't get broken down by the stomach functioning properly, then we never really absorb. We absorb a fraction of the protein we're consuming. And then that creates a lot of problems with our body and our bodies cannot function properly. Uh, you know, the key also when the stomach is working properly, it burns up all the bad bugs going around. It burns up the, even f stomach bugs, flu viruses. The stomach can take care of that. You know, you know when I would uh, test my patients a lot for something that's a common problem and we'll talk about in this show is hypochlorhydria, where our stomachs are not producing enough hydrochloric acid. And when that's ha and that's the majority of people, especially as we age, we do not produce enough hydrochloric acid. And what that causes is all these problems that I'm talking about. And I used to tell I'm going to Mexico and I don't want Montezuma's revenge to hit me. Mm -hmm. I want to have a good time. Right. And I said, take, you know, I test them with a little simple little pH test we'll talk about. Anybody, you can do this at home. And if their saliva is too alkaline, opposite of acid, that's a sign that your stomach is not producing enough hydrochloric acid. And when your stomach is stretched out, it leaves what we call a leaky stomach syndrome, where the, hydro your, the stomach can't hold on to its hydrochloric acid. And when that happens, everything goes bad. We still, we, you know, everything, we don't, we end up becoming nutritionally deficient in many ways. We cannot get our zinc, our magnesium, our manganese, you know, our calcium, all the important minerals that we need to be healthy. And so to keep our every part, every system of our body healthy. So uh, a couple other things that have, we can't absorb B12. We find ourselves starting to get fatigued in life. 
and it all goes can go back to the stomach. Naturopaths and natural doctors from the beginning of time always said, you know, the disease begins and can end, you know, in the GI tract, in the stomach. And this is so true. And so we must take, a, you know, we've not been taught how to recognize that we even have a stomach problem. And the stomach problems will go on, and all of a sudden you have heartburn, you have GERD, you have these things. These are all signs of, you know, a stomach problem. And so we want to fix causes. We don't just try to eliminate symptoms by taking an anti-acid or an acid blocker, making the problem even worse. You know, the symptoms of too much acid and too little acid in your stomach are really about the same. You have the heartburn because you can't digest protein. Protein turns into a type of acid your stomach can't handle, creating heartburn. Here you think, oh, I have heartburn because it makes sense. I have too much acid, when actually the opposite is most of the time the cause. So one of the greatest misdiagnoses and mistreatments going on today is people getting treated for acid stomachs when it's really the opposite. They have too little acid creating those same symptoms again because when your proteins don't digest, they turn into a different kind of acid that the stomach can't handle. So we want to look into, you know, some of the symptoms that you'll see when you have a stomach problem is you feel heavy, heaviness in your abdomen area. You start to, again, have heartburn. You can have, uh, you know, bloating. You know, you can have, again, that fatigue. After I eat, you eat, you feel fatigued. You feel tired. You feel a little out of it. You want to take a nap. These are all signs of a stomach problem that, here's the sad part, These, this problem will lead to many, many types of chronic health problems that could eventually kill you. Really? So, yeah, so we want to really be aware of how to manage our stomachs a little bit here and recognize the signs of a overly stretched Stomach, again. Why? It's the three. What are the three main problems of in lifestyle today that's causing the stomach uh, expansion or overly stretched out stomach? Uh, and that again is overeating because we're not getting the nutrients we want. And when we're not getting the nutrients we want, what's the body's natural response to that? It's going to give you hunger. More. more hunger. More. They say, I need more. I need more. I need more. Your body's screaming for more food to address the deficiency. And we're not able, either it's not in the food, or if it's in the food and the stomach's all stretched out, the stomach cannot break down that food to a point where it can utilize those nutrients. And here we get into this horrible, and it sets off that nasty chain of negative health events that all could have been prevented by fixing our stomach. So uh, that's one thing. Uh, sometimes you even get to the point, not only even if you drink water, you might feel like you're belching. That's how bad the stomach, when the stomach starts dysfunctioning, even water can be a discomfort. Hmm. Uh, you feel like after you, when you eat, you can feel bloated, like you have to loosen your belt, you have to get into looser clothes, you feel stomach distress, you feel that gastric distress. Uh, again, uh, 
there's a lot of uh, the problems where all of a sudden you notice, you know, all the other parts of your digestion starts working. If you jiggle your stomach, uh, and you should after 20 minutes after eating, you should be able to jiggle your stomach like Santa Claus. Yeah. You've done yeah, that oh, a little yeah. in the past, haven't you? Yeah, of course. Okay, so <laughs> uh, you'd make a good Santa Claus, by the way. Anybody need a Santa Claus out there, call Randy Houston. <laughs> and uh, what you can do is you jiggle your stomach like a bowl full of jelly, right? Right. Uh, so, you know, and you jiggle your stomach up and down, and if it sloshes around, that's a sign that you have an expanded dysfunctional stomach. Audibly, you can hear you hear the sloshing. Yeah, yeah, you can hear and feel it sloshing around in your abdomen. So do a big jiggle down there and take your around two hands on your belly and jiggle it up and down and, and listen for the sloshing. Shouldn't be slow after 20 minutes to even 30 minutes. Give yourself a little extra time after eating. You shouldn't have any sloshing. No sloshing. No sloshing in this house. Okay, so, uh, you know, very important. Uh, something else that you'll get many times after eating is you feel this pain kind of between your shoulder blades. And see, the, the nerves coming out of your spine that go to the stomach is around T6. That's thoracic 6 vertebrae. And that's kind of right where the end of the bottom of your uh, wing bones, as we used to call them, you know, your, your your scapula in your back, and you get a pain in that area in your spine, or you know, alongside your spine, and that's again a sign of stomach dysfunction. So it, it will irritate that whole nerve pathway and send a reflex back to your spine there. Again, at the bottom of your, somebody, a friend of, can you reach way back there, you can feel your scapula a little bit if you're flexible, but you might need to get your healing buddy in there, feel the bottom of your scapula and draw a line straight across to your spine and ask if you get pain in that area or push in that area deep, kind of some deep pressure. And if it elicits some pain, that's a sign that that whole nerve communication, that whole control network to your stomach is not functioning properly and it's stressed out. And then it's kind of like the circuit breaker in your body there. You get to the chiropractor, get adjustments in that area. Very helpful, but you still have to fix the stomach or you keep that circuit breaker will keep flipping out over and over and over again. If that, every time you go to the chiropractor and that's out every time, you know, there's always reasons, poor posture, but this stomach thing, T6, ask your chiropractor, is T6 a problem? And, you know, to confirm. And so very important be checking these kind of things. This is how your body works. It's simple things. We ought to need to understand the mechanics of our body so we can better take care of it. And when we understand this, we begin to see the connection and see the value of our stomach. Most people just go blindly through life and don't ever look deeper into these things. And this is all part of being a good, you know, taking being a good steward of our body, taking care of our body. It's the only, it's our earth suit. It's the only one we'll ever have here. And so we want to take care of it. The, uh, you know, the stomach, you know, is so valuable uh, so important. And again, if you don't get digestion done in your stomach, you will not get it done 
further down the road, you know, into the small intestine, into the large intestine, usually you'll find that you can easily get irritable uh, digestive tract, poke around throughout your abdomen from your stomach. And I'll tell you where your stomach is. It starts really, if you can feel along the left side of your ribs, and you feel your ribs there, and you feel all the way up to your pectoralis muscle, okay? Right at the bottom of your pectoralis muscle, feel where that is, and then get onto the ribs so that kind of like I'm taking my right hand over my left side of my ribs, right up underneath my pectoralis muscle, right below it, and that's how high the stomach actually is. It's up under the ribs, and it can sag all the way down to your left hip bone. Really? How about that? Wow. Yes. And and it can sag way down there, and it feels kind of mushy. If you want to poke around and you kind of want to do this probably easier without clothes on, I do this at night when I'm laying in bed on my back. I check my stomach, and I can poke around. And the stomach is the first thing you feel at the, in the front of your ribs. And in, below your ribs, when you push in there, it's kind of... A, Poke there and then poke away from there to the side of your body a little bit or to the other right side of your body. And you'll notice you come back where the stomach is, it's kind of a spongy feeling. It's again, it's the first thing. Then under the stomach, behind the stomach is your pancreas and your large intestine will be back behind the stomach, etc. You know, so your kidney further back, all the way back, closer to your back. And so that's kind of the layers of your abdomen, if you would. But that sponginess in your stomach, you'll get to feel it after a while. Get to know your body, poke around. And it's really quite exploring to know. And But I'm going to show you techniques here in this show today that where you can just naturally begin to shrink your stomach back and follow some along with some lifestyle and some uh, guidelines I'm going to give you. And you'll be able to keep your stomach managed. A tiny tummy is a happy tummy. A tiny tummy will digest and get the hydrochloric acid and the other nutrients and the pepsin and things to digest and assimilate. If it misses, if it's lacking that, you'll never get the, your mineral absorption you need. So important, you'll never get the protein you need. So an undigested protein causes an array of problems. If eventually much of that absorbs into uh, the body, and undigested protein causes allergies, it causes toxicity, it causes a lot of problems with our body. We need to digest those protein down into what we call amino acids, which are very important for our body to keep us healthy in every function of our body. So very important uh, Along with this, uh, again, what are we done? We're overfed nation because we're undernourished. And because we're undernourished, even though you think, oh, I eat, we have all the best food in the world. You know, because the soil's depleted again, the food is depleted. And the more refined food you eat, okay, those are empty calories. You're getting a lot of calories, you're gaining weight, but you're not gaining nutrition. You're not gaining substance that your body needs, and you will get sicker as life goes on. So we want to get rid of, uh, you know, eliminate refined foods. Very, very important. Uh, 
we want to naturally, you know, what happens again, we, when we're not getting the nutrients, our bodies are going to be craving and sending reflexes. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And because you're not getting those nutrients and it's a vicious cycle and we gain weight and get fatter and, and get sicker as time goes on. We don't want to get caught into that negative spin. Uh, the other thing, and I, I don't know how much time, but I want to, uh, you know, maybe after the break here, I'll give you some examples, even in animals, how this works okay. in some of our experiences, and then we'll get into the technique of shrinking your stomach. Okay. So you can get a whole, get a grip on your stomach. All right. Yes. If you can stomach this, we'll be right back. Yes. Talk more. Get the intestinal fortitude for it. <laughs> You're listening to Dr. Frank King on the Healing Revolution. Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Axe Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. Frank King and The Healing Revolution, and I must say, Doc, a perfect uh, uh, topic for here in the early part of the year when a lot of people have got these resolutions going on and, you know, and so you're helping with shrinking the stomach. Right. You know, diet alone will fail so much when you have these problems, these mechanical problems that need correction. Yes, you can eat very small meals, and that can help shrink your stomach. Obviously, it's part of it. But the stomach can get stuck into your upper rib cage. And when you especially have gas in your stomach, when it's not working right, the stomach floats up, and it can actually get stuck onto the inside of our rib cages and creates a lot of dysfunction where the stomach can't shrink back to its tiny, normal size again. So I wanted a kind of a good example of this. I've been, as you know, raising bison for now 34, maybe going on 35 years. Didn't realize it was that long. Yes. <laughs> Neither do I sometimes. And, you know, one of the things we found is when we brought adult bison, we bought from out west and we brought them to the east, mm-hmm. we noticed they went, they would not, they would do poorly for a couple years. And we're thinking, what is the cause of that? And in my research, I found that bison out west, where the nutrients that they eat from the prairies is much richer, 
much more nutrient dense than the, the grasses we have in the east. You think, well, we get all this rain in the east and the grasses look beautiful and out west they're all dried up. But the issue is out west where they might be getting, say, 15 inches of rain a year, those native prairie grasses grow up and they're like multiple times the nutritional and protein values of the grasses we have in the east. So what is it? The bison don't have to eat as much. Okay. So they have nutrient-rich food that they eat, and that in their stomachs stay small. And when their stomachs stay small, they stay healthier, and they thrive out there in 15 inches of rain a year. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, you bring them back to the lush green meadows of the east. 60, 70 inches of rain a year. Yes. And what happens, oh, yeah, it looks pretty and green, but that's the pretty food again, isn't it? That's right. And I guess the nutrient value is a fraction of what they were used to out there. Amazing. So what happens is the bison have to eat More. multiple times the amount of food in the east than they did in the west. And their stomachs are shrunk, and so they can't really eat that much. And they have, and they'll lose a few hundred pounds coming to the east. No kidding. And and then you know after a while they get their stomachs bigger and bigger, and they can eat more food to maintain the nutritional levels that they need. But even then, we have to watch in the east. It's a real trick to the point where we even import hay, native, natural grasses from the west to keep our bison healthier. Isn't wow. that interesting? That is. It's very interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it's all about your stomach size. And you again, it's good to have, uh, again, a, a, you know, a tiny tummy. And so uh, that is an example of what we've experienced with animals. The, the, th the thinking there um, takes me to, to cattle grazing mm -hmm. all day long. They eat a lot. Yeah, and they eat a, they eat more, again multiple times the food than the animals out west. Okay, I didn't realize that. So, yes, so that's something you know quite fascinating. It was a great confirmation and lesson, and that we can implement into our own lives. Gotcha. And uh, along with that, so we want to get it. I just want to touch on some lifestyle as well, and the lifestyle that we're dealing with is one is we. Don't eat enough roughage because of the refined foods and uh, overconsumption of carbohydrates, pastas and breads and, and things that in nature, well, we grow, you know, that's where we never had that much, you know, until we started the agricultural revolution. It was meat, roots, vegetables. You know, some fruits. And, you know, those are concentrated foods. Those are nutrient-dense foods. And now when we start doing more of the breads and then we refine those breads, but even if we eat in whole wheat and, you know, type breads and, and pastas, we're still eating much more carbs than what we ever needed before. And that leads us to, guess what? Weight gain. Overeating, yeah. weight gain, and something we have we know called candida. And this overgrowth of candida manifests in our body. It leads to a lot of chronic problems. So, and we have a remedy for that. And it's called, you know, it's called 
uh, candida formula. And very, very important. I've been treating candida overgrowth for over 40 years. And I found this is one of the common denominators to almost all chronic illnesses, the type of illnesses that we are slowly suffering from that comes on slowly and eventually, you know, it plays a major role in killing us. So we want to be able to avoid these things, and we can. And so, again, uh, part of this is, don't, you know, get away from the excessive carbs. Get more, yes, into a paleo-type diet. Get in, you will find you'll be able to, that'll help keep your stomach smaller, or you'll be battling the, having the battle of the bulge, <laughs> you know, the rest of your life. And no need to deal with that. And so, uh, along with this, you increase roughage, increase some raw food. Now, you got to be careful. Too much raw food is too sensitive for our, our, our viscera. And so you have to find what's right for you. And that tolerance for raw food, it varies with each individual. But you need to eat some fresh raw food. You know, an apple. You know, you know, you try to find a small amount of fruit, small amount of, you know, eat salads, lots of whole green mixed salads, not just head lettuce here. But I'm telling you, we get a good arugula. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and it is, and it makes you sexier too. I love it, man. We yes. had a great salad over the weekend and it had mixed greens and blueberries and English walnuts in it. And, you know, it's just great. Yeah. There you go. And nuts, seeds. Yeah. These are all good nutrient-rich foods that really help, and we won't have to eat as much when we're getting nutrient-rich foods. So uh, very, very important. Um, you know, avoid, you know, tight clothing. You know, we all wear that tight belt as we age. You know, our bellies go hang over our belts, and that really does block the flow of digestion in our bodies. We want to be aware of that. So try to, you know, avoid that tight clothing and those jeans with the belt and the big belt buckle. I think you might have one or two of those, do you, Randy? Used to. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, but, you know, those tight clothing is definitely a block of the flow of our digestion and can back things up where the stomach doesn't empty quick enough into its job and stuff hangs in the stomach too long, creates a lot of problems. Again, you can always, what is heartburn when you think about it? Heartburn is just backing up of the system. The plumbing is backing up. And that's a sign. Basically, stop, don't quit eating so much, darn it. Or eating the wrong foods. If you find certain foods that aggravate and cause heartburn, it's not just take a pill. You want to fix fix the cause. And a pill doesn't address the cause. It can temporarily take away the symptoms but we need to fix causes, you know, or you're going to have chronic problems later on. So uh, be aware of that. Uh, some other uh, lifestyle things that we need to be aware of is, again, eating the whole nutrient-rich foods, the roughage. Uh, eat slow. Gosh, we gobble, gobble, gobble down food so fast. And, and that gives too much strain on the stomach. And over time, thousands of meals have eaten so fast. Now, you'll say, well, my dog eats faster than I do. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I said, yeah, but dogs are designed with a whole different system. Yeah. They'll eat a meal, and they might not have a meal for a couple of days or so. You know, that's where they're designed, you know, feast or famine. 
And, you know, and so they'll gobble that down. But they also have a huge amount of stomach acid to be able to do that that we do not have. Their measurement of their intestinal tract to their trunk of their body is totally different than ours. So we can't just, we are, yeah, we have canine teeth for a little bit of meat, but it doesn't make us, we're not the same, you know, a dog, a coyote. I mean, they love about three-day roadkill. It's just about, that's like candy, man, you know. And, uh, you know, my dogs go out and they'll go eat on a, on a buffalo pie. You know, and I'm saying, oh, that's gross. But, you know, they have the stomach for that kind of stuff, yeah. you know. It's true. And, you know, a three-day-old, four-day-old rabbit, man, is that's like uh, candy canes. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to be, you know, not the same here for us. No, 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 no. But, so we want to be able to uh, take care of how we are designed and how we are. Uh, Another thing lifestyle-wise I want to address as well is, you remember we said we're overfed, undernourished, and, uh, and inactive. Too much inactivity. No, lacking core strength. We've heard about, oh, you got to get your strength in your core right. of your body. Right. And what happens, most people's core of their body, you know, balloons out like, you know, the Pillsbury Doughboy. And not good for us. So we need to think keeping our core strong. And you can look these up. I'm not going to you know, waste too much time trying to explain, but you ever done planking? Yes, I have. You know, do some planking exercises. There's a lot of those help strengthen your core. Planking is a really simple thing. You can do it while watching TV. You can do it, you know, know, very easy. All you have to do is just do it. And without taking more time out of your day, don't try this while you're driving. But any other time, it's good. Just get on the floor. Get on the floor. <laughs> Down on the floor. That's right. Uh, and, you know, and begin to practice these little planking exercises. Keep and work to keep your core strong. There's uh, little weights you can do to also help increase your core. Core meaning your abdomen. That's your core. Your, you know, your middle of your body. Golfers know what we're talking about. Yeah. And we, you know, we got to have a good, strong core. Remember that. And that helps keep your stomach tight and and healthy and strong. So do these type of exercises. You know, don't let the 21st century wipe you out by saying, oh, I don't have time to do this exercise. I don't have time to do these little things. You know, chewing again, I want to emphasize, chew until it's liquid in your mouth. Take your time. The more you start chewing, the more you realize, oh, I'm getting flavors in my food that I never, you know, I skipped by gulping it down too fast. The more I chew, it breaks down and I, you begin to savor that food and you begin to enjoy that food much better. And then you begin to digest that food much better. I read this in a book by a good friend of mine, Dr. Frank King, and it said that uh, the less food you eat, the more flavor the more food you eat, the less flavor. Well said. If you're a foodie, practice chewing more. You'll get so much more out of it. It's like doing this wine tasting. You just yeah. don't gulp down wine. Right. You know, I think you've probably had some booze farm in the past someday. There, some, <laughs> yeah, uh, what was the all? other wine in those days? that we that was Dog a, 2020 uh, and Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. That real high shelf And stuff. Ripple. Have us some Ripple. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Only white hairs know what we're talking about, I believe. Um, 
Yeah, I gave up Ripple a long time ago. And so we want to um, remember, you know, how to take care of ourselves. We want to remember, you know, this Candida thing and remember our Candida formula. There's a little test you can do on our website, you know, a quick little questionnaire to see if you have the telltale signs of overgrowth of Candida. And this is all part of having uh, stomach dysfunction and uh, in, a, in a stomach that's too large. Uh, so let's move now into the technique. This technique is amazing. It's so easy to do. Everybody can do this. You don't. You can. Oh yeah. You can do it while laying on your back. You can do it in bed. That's oh, where boy. I do mine. It's All right. in bed in the morning. My kind of testing. Yes. So the simplest thing to do to begin is the night before eat a small meal. Once you taste it, a small meal, and you'll sleep better, you'll feel better, you'll wake up with more energy. It takes a lot of energy to over to digest too much food. And most of us are over-consuming, yet under-absorbing uh, the nutrients. So a light meal, night before, drink plenty of water. But then when you wake up in the morning, okay, you want to have a morning where you have an extra 10, 15 minutes or so. And uh, that's all it takes, 15 minutes of chilling. But I, I get up uh, and I drink about four to six ounces, maybe eight ounces at the most of water while I'm peeing. <laughs> yeah, I go pee. And, uh, and I pee in the morning, empty my bladder, drink, you know, four to, uh, I'll take it up to eight ounces of water, four to six most for most people. And, and then I go and uh, lay back down and relax. And while I'm doing that, I'll begin to palpate, that is feel, I mean, around my stomach, the side of your abdomen, uh, from the breastbone or, or, or breast muscles, your pectoralis muscles and your, your chest muscles, you know, over your rib cage, Just press in there with both hands over top of one another on, the, again, the left side, and pull down. Okay, and you hold that down, and many times you hold it down for about 30 seconds, and you hold that down, and all of a sudden, it might not happen right away, but within 30 seconds, you may hear all of a sudden a gurgling sound. This is your stomach shrinking. This is the beginning of the stomach being released from stuck up under there against your rib cage, and so... Uh, Pull that stomach down, and uh, now if that's you're not getting any gurgling yet, it's okay. But then go to the next contact, which is at the edge of your rib cage on your left, and you put your right hand up under the rib cage, okay, as best you can, and your other hand on top of it, so you can push down, okay, well in, in, with control, and you push and pull down from the bottom of your rib cage or over your stomach and your abdomen with both hands, one on top of the other, and you pull down, and you hold that for 30 seconds. 
most everybody will start to hear some gurgling going on. That gurgling, again, is the shrinking of your stomach, that overexpanded stomach that's been pushed up under your rib cage, And that always leads to all those nasty things from bloating to gas to tenderness in your stomach to heartburn, GERD, many things of this nature, you know, uh, belching. Um, so you, you now you'll be able to start correcting that. And it's from the middle part of your body across under your rib cage, and you hold that down. Again, how long? 30 seconds. Okay, after 30 seconds, you let up. Re- grab a grip just under your rib cage again and pull that downward and hold that downward, both hands. When you have one hand over the other, it's easy to do this. It's not a strain on your arms. And you hold that down again for 30 seconds. Do this three, four times until, really keep doing it until you don't get any more gurgling within that 30-second period of holding it down. You've just pulled that overexpanded stomach up there down where it's in its happy place. Okay, the next step is you can get your fingers down in the lower part of your abdomen and your thumbs in your upper part of your abdomen, sink them into your abdomen and scrunch the stomach together, making it tiny. Okay, hold that scrunch, okay, with your hands, both hands, uh, covering the left side of your abdomen. Hold that down and keep doing that until you don't get any more gurgling in a 30-second holds. So you can do those 30-second holds usually three to five times for most people. And you've now scrunched your stomach quite a bit. And again, if it keeps gurgling, keep doing it. There's more shrinkage. That's good for you. And then now you can take and one hand on the outside of your abdomen, one on towards the middle of your abdomen, and you scrunch the stomach together again from the outside, pushing inward, from the midline of your abdomen, pushing outward. And you scrunch the stomach together that way, again, holding it for about 30 seconds and then letting it go. And then keep doing it until you cannot elicit any more gurgling. And you have successfully shrunk your stomach. Now, sometimes you might poke around in with your fingertips or your thumbs and push in and look for tender spots in around your whole stomach area, left side of your abdomen. And if you find a specific tender spot, you just hold pressure around that. And if you're doing it with one hand and your thumb gets with your thumb and it gets tired, put your other hand over it too. And it helps you really be able to hold that pressure down much easier. And then all of a sudden you might hear some gurgling, some releasing of some areas where your stomach has been too flaccid and all of a sudden it begins to tone up again. And you begin toning your stomach and making your stomach, again, a happy place, a tiny stomach. And when your stomach's tiny like that, when it's overexpanded, it's always saying, feed me, feed me. I need more, more, more. And now when it's shrunk, your body's able to digest its food better, hold that hydrochloric acid into the stomach so it digests those vital proteins and minerals and uh, other uh, nutrients that it needs. If you miss that stage of the stomach, digestion. The rest of the body can't make up for it. So we want to be able to take care of that. And what are we now doing in our lifestyle? We are 
eating, you know, good, healthy foods, smaller meals, and do this. It makes it easier to eat small meals because your, your body stops the cravings. And that's your beginning of shrinking your stomach. After the, we'll finish the last segment on some other tidbits to confirm, uh, you know, keeping and managing a healthy stomach for a healthy body. Shrinking your stomach, Dr. Frank King. Great information here. We'll wrap it up in just a moment. Dr. King's flagship farm is now open for tours. Located in Leicester, North Carolina, 15 minutes from downtown Asheville, Dr. King's tour promotes soil to sustenance. Visitors enjoy breathtaking views of the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains with a variety of animals, including bison, African Watusi, elk, camels, deer, and yak. Feed milking camels and see rare white bison and marvel at the largest horned cattle in the world, the African Watusi. To make your reservations or for questions, please visit carolinabison.com. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. We're back with Dr. Frank King on today's show and shrinking the stomach. We've got uh, just a few minutes left here to wrap it up. You know, I've been hanging around you for several years now, and uh, and, I, and I must say you've had a very positive impact on my overall health. And this is one particular area that, that you really helped me with, and uh, to the point of probably approaching 25 pounds lighter now than I was three years ago. And it has taken about three years for 25 pounds to gradually, slowly come off. And I've battled 25 pounds all my life, lost it, gained it, lost it, gained it, the yo-yo diet plan. But this time, it's different. And i got to tell you that up front. Sure. Well, I appreciate that, Randy. And it is because we're fixing the causes. Your body will naturally go to where its healthy weight is. I'm finding that. And because you're dealing with causes, you can crash diets, do not fix these kind of things. But so as you shrink your stomach, now it's all about keeping the balance because you'll feel so much better. Again, when your stomach is not functioning right, it creates a lot of fatigue. When you're overeating, it takes a lot of energy to digest all that food. Yes. You know, and it burns you out. It will burn you out. Uh, no need for that type of thing. You know, People that eat light, when in the blue zones in the world where people are living over 100 years of age, they don't overeat. They, have, they love life. They're living life. They're enjoying life more than we do. And they don't have to overeat to enjoy life. We always say you want to eat to live and not just live to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and it's so easy to get caught up in that trap these days with restaurants uh, who over-serve you. I don't know about you, but there's always a to-go box asked for immediately almost when I go to a restaurant now. Yes. And you eat about half of what they bring you. Well, it's a smart thing to do. And so... Uh, Oh, something about that, too, is how about drinking? Water, okay? Right. Good old water. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, most people over-consume water when they're eating. 
if you you should want to really practice drinking your water and good clean water uh, between meals. And if you drank regularly and you know water and kept you hydrated, that's important uh, to you know keeping your digestive system right. If you gulp gulp down lots of fluids when you're eating, okay, that's not good for you. So, you know, a little bit of wine could be okay if it's good for some, not so much for others. You know, uh, generally I prefer, you know, if I'm going to have wine, as a white wine, you know, a Chardonnay over a Beaujolais. Me too. <laughs> you know, me too. Now, you know, I'm a big red meat eater, but, you know, that's what works for me better. And so, you know, women seem to have tapped into that more than men. Men, yeah. you know, all got to yeah. have the... I think that's where it rubbed me the burgundy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and every once in a while, I like a good, you know, red wine with a nice piece of meat. Uh, but in generally... You know, I find the tannins and these things are not, you know, particularly good for me. And that's where you start to listen to your body. You start to learn your little secrets that makes things work for your life better. And so, you know, a glass of wine is a good thing, but you ought to see the size of our glasses now. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, just I've kidding. Had, I've uh, had that lecture from a doctor, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so one of the things you can do, too, and I want to... Uh, you know, focus on this here too is check your pH. Get some pH tape at a drugstore and you can check your pH of your saliva. And you can tell normally a saliva in your mouth, you take a little bit of this tape and moisten it and see what color it lines up to. And there's numbers with the colors. It's simple, just like kids and crayons and, you know, and, uh, and you basically line it up and it should be around 6'4", 6'5", 6.5", 6.4. That's ideal for your saliva. Every part of your body is different. But that is also the best indicator of where your stomach pH is. If your stomach pH should be very strong acid, more, you know, should be a good acid environment. And again, as we age, as I touched on earlier, that acidity leaks out because the stomach is stretched and it's not producing the hydrochloric acid. It's leaking out. So as we shrink our stomach, we want to monitor our pH of our saliva. And if it's 7 or higher especially, that's way too alkaline. That's a sign that you're leaking hydrochloric acid out of your stomach and it's not working right. So you want to be shrinking your stomach when you have that. You want to also maybe even have to take hydrochloric acid tablets for a while you know, when, as you eat to help digest your food better, make up until you get your stomach gets back in order again. But, you know, it's a good way. So measure that saliva. You, everyone should have good pH tape to be able to measure these things. And so I encourage that. It's a good indicator. Uh, you know, again, exercise, chew, eat slow, enjoy, savor the beautiful food and the thanksgiving of the good food and, and the flavor profile will go through the roof. You'll love it. Um, I can still hear my granddaddy from many, many years ago. Slow down, son. Chew your food. Yes. Uh, you want to chew it again until it's really liquid. 
Okay. And what's happening when you're doing that, you get certain enzymes in your saliva that are so important, you know, to really as a first stage of not just mastication or chewing is good to break down your food. It makes it easier for your stomach to digest. Okay. But also uh, you have something in your saliva your body produces called messenger RNA. And what is that? Your body sends signals of where it, what nutrients it needs in your body and where in your body those nutrients need to go. So if you need some more vitamin A to your eyes or some zinc to your prostate, your body's going to be able to, through the, by chewing and turning it to liquid, it gets coated and tagged in your food so that as it digests, those messenger RNA tag those nutrients and take them where they need to be most in priority order in your body. Wow, what a way to begin improving your health. To count on that. That is wisdom of your body working for you. Why another reason why you want to chew, chew, chew. They get those messenger RNA thoroughly mixed in there. So you are getting the nutrients you need where you need them. Very, very important. Um, much of the time uh, when you think you're hungry, you're really thirsty. And so when you're de- most people are dehydrated, and I have many shows about water and importance of how to manage water in your body. So make sure, again, when you're drinking and staying well hydrated, you will, you know, that will also shut off the signals of thinking, I need to eat, I need to eat something, I need to eat something. When you don't need to eat something, you need to drink something called water. Dr. King, thank you so much. Today's show uh, and more information about shrinking your stomach, the uh, procedures he talked about are illustrated at drkings.com. Drkings.com. Yes, we have those videos showing the technique as well to help you because I know it's difficult to hear this. Right. Also in the book, there's graphs uh, you know, showing how to do the uh, stomach shrinkage techniques. Look up more information about shrinking your stomach, drkings.com. And join us again next week on The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com and join the healing revolution.